All right, all right. So I may or may not have lied to y'all a little bit when we first started this series of working in the outdoor industry. I did originally say it was only going to be six episodes. Well, it turns out it's going to be a little bit more like seven. But hey, the more the merrier. Anywho, Keaton is actually joining me this week to co-host as we talk with one of his and Kendall's former supervisors. Jordan Markley has made his rounds in the world of wildlife management, having held jobs in Ohio, Texas, and now currently in West Virginia as a wildlife manager. He has a good deal of experience and taught us quite a bit. We hope you all are able to learn something new just as we did. All right, we're recording, so now whatever you say, Canon will be used against you in the podcast. <laughs> Perfect. Well, Jordan, talk about yourself. What do you What do you got? Well, um, my name is Jordan Markley, and I uh, I'm a wildlife manager with West Virginia DNR, and I've been. It'll be a year in March now, but um, how I really got in the field of work is basically you know, because of my dad he's he's the one that pushed me towards uh outdoor stuff and and even my my grandfather he was my mom's dad he took me fishing when I was younger and and then I uh went along from there and it's mainly my dad's the one that got me got me into the outdoor stuff yeah I was gonna say wait what, what'd you do at you went to West Virginia right Yes, I went to a small. At first, I went to a small school in uh, in Ohio. It's called Hawking College. Mm-hmm. And I went. I started out out as fish management aquaculture, and I thought I wanted to be in the hatchery stuff. But uh, working in fisheries, it got real old after a while, and I kind of worked at a hatchery they had there at the school, and it was mainly raising catfish. And it just after a year of that, I didn't want to see a catfish ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Guys, yeah, just just you see them every day. You're getting poked poked by their, oh, okay. their fins, and they they're hard to. You got to worry about all the diseases and everything. And we had a problem with ick. It's some kind of bacterial disease that that's in fish, and they pretty much can wipe out everything. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't want to take responsibility. I got tired of it. So then, found out that when I was at Hawking, I had a uh, Maybe, a, yeah, it was about a year left of just doing wildlife classes so I can get a dual major in wildlife management. So then I so then I did that, and I finished out in a year and got a dual major in fish and wildlife. And that's when I transferred up to West Virginia University okay. for my same field in fish and wildlife. That took me a year and a half to get my bachelor's. Nice. Cool. And uh, after you graduated with that, did you, or in the pursuit of graduating, did you do any internships or did, were there any other small kind of jobs you went off and did um, leading up to where you are now? Yeah. When I, before I even went to college, I started as, I was a, an intern at Madonna County Park District and I was a natural resource technician. And then when I got into school, I got into the u.s forest service i was a i was a forestry aide for the forest service down in uh, vinton county ohio it's called a uh, vinton furnace experimental forest we did a lot of fire stuff and a lot of a lot of oak and hickory stuff like 
see what how they interact with fires and all that stuff and IDing all different kinds of trees and it was pretty much it's pretty much just walking in the in the woods and just looking for stuff. It was neat. It's fun. <laughs> too bad. Yeah, I did that for I did that for two summers. And then uh, then there was a hiring freeze. I was supposed to go for a third summer, but then there was a hiring a hiring freeze with federal government working. And uh, so then I just went back home and worked for the county parks again. And I was a uh, I think I worked maintenance then, like mowing grass and cleaning poops and poopers and all that fun stuff. <laughs> so then uh, then after that, I graduated from West Virginia, and then that's when I. Well, it's applying for jobs everywhere, all throughout the country, and that's when I got that gig in Texas. Cool. Uh, do you want to explain for people who are listening what what all you did in Texas? Oh, there's uh, well, the at first I started as an intern. I was an intern there. It was a six month intern, and I ended up getting a full time job with them. I think after five months, and uh, it's it's basically a lot of well, they they had deer pens, so. It was also a deer farm. They had over 400 deer in their pens that you had to take care of and feed and water and make do health checks on them and all that fun stuff. And basically going there every single morning and check every single pen and check every single deer and make sure they got food and water and make sure they're happy. And, and then do a lot of – we also did a lot of mowing uh, fence lines and and – uh, the list goes on and on. A lot of film feeders for the pasture deer and just keeping up on that. And a lot of just random, random jobs that we did as well. Yeah, on the ranch. How, how long uh, were you there? All together, I was there for about four years. If you add the, the about a year and a half, I worked there after college and then had about a year and a half break and then moved back down for about three and a half years. Yeah. Three, three. So you must have really enjoyed it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It just I the heat was what got to me the most. And yeah. I love the heat and everything. And then I think just my getting older and I hate the heat. Yeah. It's too dang hot for me. Working fence in 115 degree weather and sweating your balls off. It just as as for for some of the listeners already know, like I I was an intern down there too, and that's how I met you. But I thought it was I thought it was a paid vacation for a while. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that's how it was. My first well, when I was first down there. Actually, my first few years down there. Yeah. Like my the whole year I was there because I didn't want to leave when um when I first got the job. I thought I was gonna be there for the rest of my life. Well, then I met my wife. <laughs> a lot and and then after we got married when we moved back home to ohio we got married and moved back down to texas and still we both we didn't think we we thought we we're gonna be there for five ten years maybe and and then we had a daughter and yeah want to move closer to home so then that's how i got up to west virginia mm, cool yeah. and then uh being that it was a hunting ranch, did you get to do any hunting guiding or were you primarily involved with like the management of uh, the, the wildlife there? No, I was a guide. I was a hunting guide. I was, I, uh, we guided the white-tailed deer 
predator hunts is pigs and coyotes, bobcats, and javelina. And then also, uh, I lived on the exotic ranch, and they had a 2,500 acres exotic ranch that I guided. And I only guided one exotic hunt, and it was a fallow, fallow hunt. It was really fun. But uh, yeah, I did a lot of the guy. I did all the guiding, and then also hunting for myself with calling out bucks and calling out does and keeping up with the the management requirements for the ranch kill a lot of deer i probably i'm gonna say it's pushing 250 maybe oh, oh lord maybe that i know I, I worked with two he, he killed a hell lot more than i did but we yeah. kill a lot of deer down there wow and uh yeah. what, would, what would you say one of the most difficult parts about um i guess the guiding aspect um because the our buddy who was on a few weeks back he did waterfowl guide hunting only and it that's a little bit more in the sense that those birds are kind of hit or miss sometimes they'll come on the property sometimes they won't but obviously your guys's game was pretty much like it was on property so what would you think was some of the most difficult parts of that job most difficult is uh looking for the certain class deer obviously and and just trying to get um trying to get a deer in the, in the same range. So like I was saying about the 150s and how those were the hardest ones to come by was during after the rut and everything. And cause that's the class that everybody wants to shoot it. It seems like, but, uh, that, and then, uh, getting well, can I cut you off real quick. Yeah. Can you explain what, you know, like you're saying 150 class, what, like, what do you mean by that for some people that might not be, you know, that might not know what that means. 150 uh, means it's the inch, it's the inches of antlers. That's with uh, both main beams added up and all the, all the, all the tines added up and with the, the base of, or the circumference of, of the main beam as well. There's four areas, the H one, two, three, and four mm-hmm. is what it's all, all consi- considered of. Yeah, and then it's pretty much 150 and up is like those are prime deer yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, well, even in my even 140s is prime too. But <laughs> well, us people, a 120 is good good for us. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool, cool. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, if you want to keep going about um, you know trying to get people those 150 class deer and yeah, and uh, that just trying to find that that certain class and then uh finding a getting a really picky hunter is is very very difficult because there's there's times that i've had beautiful deer come out and he just oh there's he's got a little broke in his tine or well i don't like how how narrow he is and that deer looks weird looking or whatever but that that's another a big problem with me was the getting picky hunters mm-hmm. but I, that i did get a lot of picky hunters i got a few real picky hunters mm-hmm. yeah yeah i i know most hunters i think we know personally are like pretty good about it yeah that's the thing I, well them usually only hunting they hunt friday evening and saturday morning saturday evening and you get you basically only have three hunts so my opinion you can't really be that picky especially if hunter if a, if a guy's got all these deer lined up that he's he knows that comes in or he shows you everything he shows you pictures of him or whatever but but yeah just 
find the certain uh, class and then picky hunters would be the most difficult part of being a guide. Do these do these clients do they ever tip you? Yes. Really? What was your what's your best tip? <laughs> My best tip was probably four hundred dollars. Oh wow. That's pretty yeah. good. I mean, all right. <laughs> that was my best. Yeah. I'd take 400 bucks for sitting there uh, helping somebody hunt. I mean, shoot. Yeah. Man. Yeah. It, yep. That was my biggest tip I, I ever got. So, from Lonesome Coyote Ranch, you went to West Virginia, closer to family and all that. What are you doing? What are you doing there exactly? You said the wildlife manager. What, what, what's that? And I can't even think of the word. What, what's an entail? Like, yeah. what do you do yeah. as a wildlife manager? Okay. It's, um, basically, I'm a caretaker of a wildlife management area that, that this whole, I think it's 13,600 acres that I take care of. And that's with, I got mowing, mowing clearings and I got a campground to take care of. I got a shooting, shooting range to take care of. Um, I got my own little building with my office and my own little shop with all my my tractor and all that stuff all that fun stuff and, and i got there's trail trail work i got to do for like hunter access and 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 then there's sometimes uh doing like woodcock surveys and and all that upland game bird stuff and wild turkey surveys and and then it's also it's real big the real big into uh timber management stuff so there's a lot of timber sales that goes on on the property that I manage to that I, I gotta I gotta I gotta deal with as, as well yeah as somebody who's kind of ignorant to it because Keaton we've done your episode and you know I guess we kind of put you in the classifications of land management would you say wildlife manager and land management are one in the same or are there differences or key difference with differences between the two I think that they're the same Okay. Just different titles and stuff like that. Yeah. Titles. Yeah. Cause I, cause I worked with the County Park District in Madon and at home in Ohio and I was a natural resource technician and I've, there's a lot of stuff I did there that I'm doing the exact same thing here being the manager. Okay, cool. And you did, you, you sent me a picture of you holding a goose. What, what were you doing with that? Were you banding it? Yeah, we're banding it. Okay. Yeah. We, we banned geese every June. Okay. Longaha River and and other other rivers around this area. Yeah, District. I've always wanted to do that. I haven't done that yet. So. Yeah, it's fun. It was the first time I ever did it, and it was it was really it was really neat. I didn't really know how. I, I don't know what the word to say, but just putting a band on a bird, how like how perfect you actually have to get it, so it wouldn't actually rip the scanner, or get caught on something. It, it was pretty pretty neat experience that I had. Uh, you also said you were your last week. You guys were going to uh, capture deer, right? Did you guys yeah, ever see that yet? No, never did it yet. But I don't, I don't really know much about it. I just know that it was going to happen, and and they were waiting on radio collars and all that stuff. And yeah. I haven't heard anything since. Well, you guys are just using drop nets over bait piles, then. I believe that's what it is. Yes, it's what I've heard. Yeah, that'd be that's gonna be fun. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be pretty, pretty fun experience. Yeah. Well, one question I have circling back just a hair. How the hell do you catch geese, man? Like anytime I've been around geese, I come within, you know, 10 feet of them. And they're like, peace out, dude. They're gone. Yeah. It, 
when I when this first went down, and I'm like, tell myself, how is this going to happen? Well, then, what what I did was I got on a kayak and I kind of herded like cattle. You heard all heard all the geese all together, mm-hmm. and there's guys in, hiding in the in the weeds with like portable fences, and then once you get the geese on shore, they all huddle open together, and well, everybody with a fence, they'll just come walking. Uh, into one another, just closing off the geese, and then then, then they're trapped. They don't fly because their um, their wings aren't. They're something with feathers. yeah. They're molting their feathers, uh, so they, okay. they so they won't fly. But hmm. I thought it would be a kind of a little dangerous, but because they're kind of a mean animal. But Dude. it's. It, it, it's not bad at all. I had, I did have one grab my nipple though. That did too. <laughs> but it but it was fun. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I have a, a younger cousin of mine. Uh, a few years ago, she asked like, "Hey, can I go hunting with you sometime?" And I'm like, "You do know what hunting entails, right?" And she's like, "Yep." So can we go goose hunting? Because she absolutely hate hates geese. When she was younger. She had, I think, a couple occasions where she got chased by geese and like full on, they were coming at her and trying to bite her and everything. So that's happened to Kendall that, once. We started crying. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I envision is you guys trying to trap a bunch of geese, those little bastards just going AWOL and like trying to come after you. But yeah, I was surprised they were they weren't as vicious as I thought they would be, yeah. especially having little ones with them too. And yeah, they hiss and everything, but once you get a hold of them and actually have them held, because you you stick their head underneath, underneath your armpits, they can't actually bite you. Yeah. So you just hold away, and then then the bander uh, puts the band on it. Then you just let them go, and they run back in the water. Hmm. That's, pretty, That's cool. pretty cool. I mean, I guess there is a difference because yeah, even if they bite you, they don't really have uh, real sharp beaks or um, teeth or anything to get you. But yeah. So. Jordan, so if somebody wants to be in your, you know, your kind of, if somebody wants to be in your kind of like career, you know, where, where do they start? Where would you like, you know, point them just like say some guy that has no experience or whatever, where, where would they even begin? Well, I would try as uh, like looking for, uh, if you do, and you like uh, have a County park and if they have like a summer help thing or a little summer, summer help gig, kind of jump on that bandwagon and, and see if they'd hire you and working from the in the park park district or whatever but and then if you like that look into any co- any college in this country has a natural resources degree yeah it might uh sound different everything and be fishing life in that and, and getting the internships throughout because there's internships everywhere too with wildlife and every single agency in the state has has a an internship program so yeah i'd go that route okay so really a big thing is i mean education helps out but a big thing yes is um experience yes education's big and experience and actually knowing people in the field of study that that's what that's what happened to me when i was young just i graduated from high school and and one of my best friends worked for the park district and he got me into the park district. So then I busted my butt and just, I got uh, along with everybody and, mm-hmm. and I just, my foot was in the door. So 
Cool. Yeah, I, I've I've noticed that theme with many professions. Like, just um, experience and education are important, but definitely having that um, those connections are a big thing. I've noticed a lot of people that definitely deserve certain, I guess, jobs or success in certain aspects, but they just either don't know the right people or they're very unsocial. Like I've noticed people might agree where they're like, you know, behind the camera, you think, Oh, I'm behind the camera. I don't got to talk to people or be good with others. And some of them are really shy or they aren't great about like exerting themselves and they don't really get to do much of what they want or get ahead in some regards. So. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. It's tough. But, um, uh, so as a wildlife manager are you is that just in it's saying oh that's a title you're given but your main thing is taking care of this stuff or do you have managerial duties or do you have to do come up with certain plans for wildlife management or stuff like that yeah it's kind of i can there's some plans that i that i can do like i want to do prescribed burns or whatever and Mm -hmm. and uh, even uh timber a lot of timber management stuff like doing certain cuts and everything and getting loggers in to bid in bid bid into the, the timber management stuff as well but it's i obviously i, I have two bosses that are the the main wildlife biologist and the assistant biologist and i also have to go to them to approve it mm-hmm. if it, whatever i want to do so it's it's it is based on what i want to do and then also what their input is as well mm-hmm. so well that makes sense do you uh are you in charge of other individuals or do you have any of those kind of managerial duties too yes i do it it depends if i get interns because they they rotate intern internships throughout all the other managers in, in the district so uh, this year might be my 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 time to have a an intern an intern with me mm-hmm. so it just it basically it's pretty much same thing like in texas we had like kendall and keaton they're they're quote unquote my intern Terrible but... interns too. <laughs> <laughs> actually the best interns alex and i ever had there you honestly. go yeah. really that's awesome you three were the best interns we ever had that's cool that's good to know. that's that's my opinion well i guess i'll have to follow fill out an application for west virginia be your intern <laughs> yeah there we go. I have to let you know. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, where do, where, where do you see yourself, you know, five years? Do you, you think you'll be moving up or you just staying where you're at? Are you comfortable? Or? I'm comfortable where I'm at right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm very comfortable where I'm at. I, lo- I love my job, and it's a, a great move for me career-wise. Yeah. But yeah, that's, I don't see myself going anywhere. I, I, I honestly, I would love to retire from – from the Western Department of Natural Resources. Really? That's awesome. I would love to. Yeah. 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 Cause I, 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 I'm like, yeah, that's a good question because I know some people who all their whole mindset is how can I, you know, constantly progress and get bigger and end up all the way up the chain. But yeah, other people just enjoy like where they sit. And I, I, I remember both Kendall and Keaton, when they said they did their South Texas internship, same thing. What he said was, um, uh, yeah, man, it's a paid vacation. So I, I was sitting yeah. there, I was like, those guys could easily do that for the rest of their lives kind of thing. So, yeah, see, I, that was when I, when I 
first went back down to Texas, that was my mindset. Like I, I, I want to do this for a long time, but, and then, then my daughter was born and, and it's like, come on, man. I, I want her to be around family. We're 23 hours from home, almost to the freaking Mexican border. Yeah. Where, where we're at anyways, they got to deal with cartels and all that stuff. So wasn't yeah. a fan of that. Yeah. But yeah, you, you, that ranch was a little secluded out there. Not, not too close to anything at all. Yeah. But I, yeah, I, I love, my girlfriend has, a, their family has a ranch not far from where you guys worked at. And anytime we go out there, man, we have like the pistol nearby. We load that once we hit a certain road and it's just kind of oh, like yeah. anything could happen out there, but. Yep. Well, cool. Um, yeah. Is there uh, any other aspects of your job or important, I guess, things that somebody who might be moving along that is interested in this or any other uh, things you'd like to talk on? I just, <laughs> To my the way, I am. It's just do what you love to do. Like, I, obviously, the p- profession that I chose for my career, I guess, and it's obviously not going to make me rich. I, I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about being happy and wanting to get up every day for work and mm-hmm. wanting to just, I don't, just not hate my hate my life. Obviously, just because there's a lot of people out there that hate their job and can't stand what they do. But it's just. I'm glad and fortunate enough that I was able to get a career with the same college education that I have. And a lot of that happens to a lot of people that I, I, I know of. I've got friends in college that they went the same, same stuff as me and they went a totally different route. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll, Cause the money's better, but yeah. But it's me is I'll, I'll keep working my ass off and one day I'll, I'll get pay raises and all that stuff and everything will work out. So I'm just real content where I'm at right now. Yeah. Well, that's, cool. all that that's, that's exactly what I'm doing. I, I look forward, you know, going to work every day. That's just yeah, awesome. Good it's always, so, it's always something new too. It's mm-hmm. like, there's one day that I'll be, I don't know, marking timber and the next day, who knows, I'll be, I don't know catching a deer with my bare hand i don't know it's what it's something else you're set, you setting the bear traps but yeah or setting bear traps or whatever yeah oh well actually that makes me uh ask a question so what do you guys bait your bear traps with because i when i was working in north carolina i um went and met up with some uh bear researchers and they baited their traps with um like cakes and donuts and like all these big yeah. sweet pastries. Do you guys do the same thing? Yeah, basically the same thing. I I, I haven't actually, I haven't done it yet, but that's from guys I've heard that that's what they do. God, dude, I've, bears are I've, so I've, weird. <laughs> yeah, it, they're a neat creature. Yep. I haven't seen one in person yet, but yeah, I know I know there's there's big ones in the area that I work. I've seen. Hopefully, tra- not. Hopefully you don't see one five feet away from me or something. Maybe at a distance. Uh, they're just a giant raccoon. They'll just run away. That's been my experience is black bears really don't give a damn about people. Like unless they have cubs. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. But, well, Coolio, Keaton, do you have any other questions or anything you want to dig out on him? 
No, I'm good. I just appreciate you being here and, you know, just talking about yourself and whatnot. So, yeah, we, hey, we still, we still need to set up that pronghorn hunt there. Your brother's been telling me about. I know. It's September. What are you doing in September? Oh, gosh. That's way too soon. Yeah. Maybe I'm trying to buy, I'm trying to buy a house. Oh, gosh. Maybe in a couple of years then. Well, Coolio, Jordan, thank you again for hopping on here and uh, telling us about what you uh, what you get to do every day. And um, we'll definitely have to get you back on here at some point in the future. So. Yeah, definitely. I, that was awesome. I, thanks for the, the opportunity. It's all it's pretty awesome. I appreciate yeah. it. Tell Brittany and Aspen hi. Yeah, I will. I'll actually tell them right right when I get out of the, get out of this vehicle. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, and uh, hopefully uh, somebody listens and. Um, either inspire somebody or give them things that they didn't quite think about to to look into uh to chase that same kind of career field so sounds good awesome thank you jordan cool yo man all right y'all you have a good weekend yeah i appreciate it all right see y'all thanks see ya